On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Keith Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. I'm hoping for a little bit of laughing, a little bit of crying, a little bit of loving, and you name it today. (laughs) We got the whole crew in, Zach, Matt, Jenny, everybody's here. Hey. hey guys! Hello, hello. How are you? It's been a minute since we've all been together. It has, right? That's true. If yes. people have only been listening to the second shot sit downs, then you need to go back and listen to the old episodes so you can get to know. If that's all you've been listening Matt, to, Zach, you've been missing he, out. You've been that's missing out. Think. Seriously, that's right. Yeah, that I, I just feel like today's one of those days that we got to have some laughing. We got to have some big pushing and everything. It's just I been a, a whirlwind. Yes, I, and she dumped her smoothie in the yeah, okay, floor of my the truck. Just there's nothing wor- like. Sp- you know, I would pick pretty much anything over a spilled smoothie in a car on a day that's expected to be over 100 degrees when it's going to be sitting out there for an eight-hour work shift. Yeah. So I took Heath's truck to work today because a myriad of issues like meet the teacher day and I just uh, there's just it's it's complicated. Anyway, I took the truck. I put the smoothie in the back. I drove a little bit rough. On the way to work, <laughs> it spilled, not on the floor mats. Like, there's floor mats but, like, everywhere. That's what I don't understand. The floor mats in my truck are massive. They cover basically the entire it went, carpet, except yeah. for a little bitty piece. And it she went managed to miss it. It missed the entire the f- massive WeatherTech floor <laughs> mats. Under you the know? WeatherTech. Yeah. It's Impressive. everywhere. I spent the first half of the, of the morning when I was supposed to be prepping for the show, um prepping for trying to make his car not stink and trying to get somebody there then i was so sweaty i mean i was i literally like told my coworkers when i came back in i was like i literally stink i have just been out there scrubbing the like underneath the truck anyway it was quite the day then the fire alarm went off for an hour and a half at the office it's just been a fun one right so, so yeah. here we are but i'm still having a good day because i get to see you guys it sounds like you guys have had a really busy 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 tuesday oh my gosh i know anybody yeah. else having and you know you got school starting back soon and oh all these gosh. stuff you know it's just been fun what about you guys anything new in y'all's world uh nothing nothing well i did come home the other day to my dog had gotten sick in her kennel and then she bit my other dog, which which required a vet visit. So it oh, was a, like geez. it turned from a what was supposed to be a nice, pleasant Friday night to a I'm spending three hundred dollars and also I have to clean up all of this this stuff all over the house. It was miserable. You know, you have pet insurance? Uh, not on him. No, he's 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 very old. The younger one who did the biting uh, does have pet insurance. Yeah. You sell pet insurance, babe? Uh, we offer it. <laughs> We can offer. I didn't know about that. Does Charlie have any? No. <gasps> oh. oh, get him signed oh up. Oh my gosh, poor Charlie. Get him signed up. I know. Yeah. Well. Denied by the pet insurance. I mean, we need it to just, get everybody. I may have to. I may have to be doing the surgery. Right. Do you think that the milk crate challenge is covered by insurance? 
It shouldn't be. The injuries. The injuries sustained well, if you do the milk crate challenge. Be. It should not be. It could be. All right. So for anybody who hasn't heard, our first headline this week is about the new the new milk crate challenge. This is one of these hot new internet challenges, right? Uh, like like the Tide Pod challenge, which was not really a challenge and was terrible. We talked about that on the show too. But the milk crate challenge is this new thing that's coming about. What is the challenge of the Tide Pod challenge? I, I wonder. Like, you know. What was the challenge of that? I think yeah. the challenge is just trying to figure just out to what it exactly down? it is. Yeah. Just like survive. That's the just real to survive. Challenge. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Uh, but the milk crate challenge is this uh, is this new high, hot viral thing that's been going around. So here's what you do: you get 50 milk crates, right, and you stack them in a pyramid, almost like a house of cards. You stack them one by one. You do one stack of one, one stack of two, one stack of three, one stack of four, five, six. You go all the way up to seven, and you go right back down. Six, five, four, three, two, one. You got a pyramid, right? And the idea of the milk crate challenge is that somebody will walk, they will ascend the pyramid, going one crate at a time, and then come back down the other side. Seems easy, right? Well, milk crates are like 11 inches tall. You get to the middle, that's like a little over six foot high. And people start to tumble because milk crates structurally are not meant to hold people. It doesn't work. And there's been a lot of videos of people trying and failing to ascend a pyramid of milk crates. Who knows where they're getting them? Who knows why they're doing it? But this has reached some, some mainstream uh, uh, media now that Conan O'Brien's tweeted about it. He made a joke earlier this week on Twitter about not doing the milk crate challenge until he had FDA approval in regards to FDA doing COVID stuff this week <laughs> and the FDA responded to it and now it's on CNN. So this, this thing has officially reached critical mass, right? Like we're off the app where it started. People are talking about it. What do you guys think of the milk crate? Oh challenge? my gosh, well, the it, FDA with the joke, although we regulate milk, we can't recommend you try that. Perhaps a nice glass of 2% and return all those crates to the grocery <laughs> store. Yeah. I love how the FDA is being funny about it in a time where everyone's like hating on the FDA in general. And right. just just for all the, the, the older audience that would get this, because the headline says the milk crate challenges turn the entire world into jackass stars. Because you, oh, all the older crowd that, that would know show. the jackass show, you yeah. know? Yeah. If that gives you an explanation, if you haven't seen it, go Google the milk crate challenge and watch some of these idiots attempt it. It's hilarious. It's so dumb. What would it take to get any of you to do the milk crate challenge? Would you? Oh, I would probably do it for the show. I would fall and hurt myself, but I really? mean, if, you, if you guys ask oh. nicely, I'd oh, probably do it. Well, shoot. Okay. Here's oh, the thing. Man, you got to have known that. that. First big question, where are you going to get 50 milk crates? I don't even know how you pull that together. I'm going to find it. If you are going to attempt it, I will find you 50 Okay. Oh, no, I know. Snoop Dogg's selling them. Oh, is it? Snoop Dogg's selling them. I would do it if Snoop Dogg showed up to deliver the milk crates for like for sure. a little celebrity moment. I'm, yeah. I'm an idiot and I'll try a lot of things, but I'm not trying that because that's a guaranteed fail. Like yeah. that's not even like, like, like uh, going getting on my dirt bike and riding motocross is not guaranteed I'm going to. The milk crate is guaranteed you are going to fall and hurt it. You got to Google it and watch some of the videos because it's hilarious. Well, yeah. at least if you're riding your dirt bike, you look cool, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't look cool climbing a bunch of a stack of milk crates. You just look like an idiot when well, you fall. Well, hold on. Top. I disagree. You can look cool when you're climbing a stack of milk crates. Have you seen the videos of people? They, they get a crowd of people around these crates. <laughs> <laughs> hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of people. Phones out, filming it. Everybody's posting it's it. I'm true. telling you, you want to go viral, it you got to give true. in a little bit. You gotta, you gotta take some pain. I when I saw this story and thought about second shots, I've been thinking a lot about how people have, in one way or another, been talking a lot about taking responsibility for their health, ownership over their own health. Um, you know, kind of saying like, I, I own my health. I take responsibility with regard to the virus and vaccines and things like that. And I, I thought that in general, you know, whether I agree with the way that they are taking charge of their health, in general it's a good thing. And I'm like, you know, that it's a good direction for us to be going in, to be thinking about what we put into our bodies in general. 
However, then I see this and I'm like, we have made no progress. All we still do is follow what the other person said. And it makes me realize that sometimes when people are talking about like maybe, you know, health freedoms and things like that, that it's, <laughs> it may not be so much about the health freedoms. It may be because their neighbor or their best friend or the person on TV or the person not on TV or the person on the internet said, do this. And we're still doing it. Like that is still us as a community. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. I I I, I get that. I mean, I mine was kind of similar when, whenever I looked at it and thought about how, um, you know, just because the crowd does something and that's going doesn't mean we got to jump in on it, right? Like like um, do still do your own you know uh, you do, service yeah. kind of like looking at something like when I think about it, like um, the Bertie Madoff uh, pyramid scheme that that wrecked a lot of people. Um, back in the day, it, everything looked like it, it would be solid. I mean, he was like the president of the NASDAQ oh, at one sure. time, right? Yeah. But like uh, so many people just invested with him because other people did it. And they did no actual looking into some of the things that, that in hindsight was a very clear indicator of something was up because of his consistent high returns, even when the market downturned, which is almost impossible right like all these things that if you would have just looked real quick you'd have been huh but we just did what everybody else uh wanted to do and was doing and we want to jump on board with it i mean i look at the milk crate thing and it is it is hilarious to me that uh, i mean this one guy uh had had tweeted uh, people doing this uh, like they have the best health insurance in the world right. you know because like it's almost <laughs> a guarantee to cost you money yes. and then you go do it and you're like oh I didn't know better. Like, come on now. Like, the, the odds are not in your favor on this whole aspect of trying to climb these milk crates. Like, it's just not that intelligent. It does put it's some of those, tempting. like you said, the yeah. Bernie Madoff thing. It does put some of that stuff into perspective because it's like, if we can get people to fall for what what is clearly a universally bad idea of climbing these milk crates, and and just for what, like for a couple thousand likes on on uh, on Instagram or, or uh, on TikTok. Um, you can get people to fall for anything, right? So, like, it, it's it's uh, incredible. Like, like Jenny said, like, for whatever progress we seem to have made uh, about uh, taking care of ourselves and taking care of our bodies, we're clearly not as far as we thought we were. Or at least maybe some people. <laughs> like, not at all. No. I do have to say, it's still tempting when I look at it. I'm still like, oh, I kind of want to do that. Does anybody else feel like that, or am I no, crazy? No, I don't at all. I have zero. I'm not going to, but I'm just. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the I get the lure. Yeah, that's the funny thing about perception, right? Like, there's a great video of a woman doing it in heels, like stilettos, right. and she does it no problem, and comes down the other side, and she makes it look easy That's and it's fake. funny how yeah you can always see people doing something dumb and think i could do that yeah. now, hold on a second they they don't get it i know what i'm doing they don't see the big picture i could walk those crates and be fine and in reality yeah probably not you're everybody's gonna crash and burn i'm surprised our resident ignorance on fire I, I, isn't I, into it i typically would be the person that would say you know what but it's it's just a losing proposition like i'm not about going into something that's a losing proposition um, and that okay. is a guaranteed one. And it's funny. I'll tell you all that uh, it made me think of people doing this like the best health insurance in the world. Yeah. And it makes me think of people that do things themselves. Um, 50 Cent. If anybody don't know 50 Cent, I yeah. love some 50. Oh okay. Gosh, Curtis Jackson. A 50 cent he's got roll. a new book out that's Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. And it's, it's so good. I'm telling you, I promise you it's good. He talks about the dichotomy of being Curtis Jackson and 50 Cent. Yeah. And, and how he's – because I don't know if people know that he has – a massive production company now that he's got a mm -hmm. several hundred million dollar deal with stars for TV and movies that he makes and creates with his production company. He's not just a rapper that does he like his he doesn't his money's made from TV shows and stuff. He's remarkable. And he talked about that um 
he did a um, on top of their building in Manhattan. He went up top and put a ladder on top and stood up on the ladder and got a uh, IG selfie of him like literally looking down on everybody, which one slip could be bad. And he was like, you know, I, I posted on IG like, you know, something, you know, smart. And he goes that my insurance company contacted me three days later and said, if you willingly put yourself at harm like this, your policy will be canceled moving forward. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh -uh. Yeah. So I thought that was hilarious. Uh -uh. And it kind, of, it kind of made me think of that, that it's like, um, think about if your insurance company's watching and you're doing a milk crate challenge, you're going to go, hey, you did this to yourself. Yeah, so oh yeah, anybody coming into the hospital with a broken arm, I'm like, I'm going to look at your uh, social media real quick and see yeah. what you've been doing in the last 24 hours. So mm -hmm. more than anything, maybe think for yourself a little bit. Let's not follow the crowd. Even if the well, I mean, sometimes the crowd can be good, but just take a step back and see, are there things outside that are affecting my vision for what this is? Do some looking, the things that look weird, Dig into them a little bit more and just make sure you cross your T's and dot your I's on your own and don't let anybody else make that decision for you. We'll be back in a minute on the second segment of Second Shot. Psst. Hey, it's Zach. I'm in my apartment recording this audio so Matt can sneak it into the show before Jenny and Heath hear it. I know they always do the sponsor reads, but guys, I had to get in here so I could tell you about Energy Ogre. They've been a longtime supporter of the show, and this summer, Christine and I finally signed up to see if they're really as good as Heath and Jenny say, and guys, Energy Ogre is totally legit. It's crazy. Check this out. You sign up for Energy Ogre for just $10 a month. You send them your most recent power bill, and the team at Energy Ogre will run the numbers to find out how you can save more money on your bill by switching to a different provider. Then, they'll switch you over to that provider for you, and you'll immediately start saving money that you would have been spending on whatever company was ripping you off in the first place. Christine and I switched over this summer, and I've been kicking myself for not signing up earlier ever since. We saved so much off our power bill that we paid for Energy Ogre's service fee, and now we got a little extra scratch for date night. If you live in Texas, if you're in a house or an apartment, whatever, go to energyogre.com right now and put in the promo code SECONDSHOT, and you can get your first month totally free. Support Energy Ogre, support Second Shot, and support your savings by switching to Energy Ogre. All right, from milk crate to maybe why don't we 10x these milk crates, right? Oh, no. Why don't we come in and make 500 milk crates. the pyramid bigger? If you're yeah. scared, go to church. That's right. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Well, I, I came across this article and I thought, well, this doesn't really, like, does this compute? Does this work out? Apparently, Heath has known about this rule for a long time. And the article was in Success Magazine, which I love. Actually, it happens to be based here locally. In Dallas. Reformulated. But, mm -hmm. um, but they had this big article about the 10X rule. And I thought, what is this all about? Yeah, this is great. Uh, what is the 10X rule, and how can it help you achieve your biggest goals? Jenny set it up perfect. This was an article out of Success regarding the 10X rule, which is a book and a philosophy by Grant Cardone, motivational speaker, right? Business entrepreneur. Uh, fortunately, Success summed this up for us, so if you don't want to go get the book, we're going to give you the cliff notes right now. Uh, what is the 10X rule? Grant Cardone says the 10X rule is you take whatever you're aiming for in life, whether that be a salary for $100,000 or that hot new job you want or that cool new house you want to move into, and you, you set that goal. You think, okay, I want to make $100,000 next year, but then you multiply that by 10, and you say, I don't want to make $100,000. I want to make a million dollars, right? You shoot for the moon, and you land amongst the stars. You aim really big, 10 times your current dream, and hopefully, not only will you clear that 100000 you were aiming to make, but you'll get way over that because you were aiming higher. There's some good points in this article that are worth mentioning real quick. Uh, some, some, some 
kind of foundational elements of the 10x rule that I think are worth talking about. Number one, Grant says success is your duty. It's your obligation. It is your job. And looking at it like that helps you overcome procrastination and laziness. Number two, have you set your goals for success? That's the first. Have you actually done it? Have you decided what you want? And then how? Then from there, you can set them higher. Number three, criticism precedes admiration. And that's really interesting, right? That people will... will critique you before they admire you. They will say you can't before they say, wow, so you So true. Yeah, and number four, <laughs> success, you'll figure it out. You'll find it along the way, right? As long as you have this mindset, no matter what happens, you will find success. You will find the happiness you're seeking as long as you keep pushing. So the 10X rule, is it for you guys? Is it something you study? What, what do you know about this? Well, I gotta say, I, I will start off by saying, I love the 10X rule. Um, I can't say that I'm the biggest Grant Cardone fan. Um, I'm okay. not. Um, Spell it. He's extremely arrogant. He's like, a personality for sure. Very, very arrogant, and yeah, and yeah. he's done some good stuff and created a brand around himself for that for that kind of group. And but I but I I hope that also comes off to say that I am the type that even if I I don't like maybe agree with somebody's overall demeanor, kind of who they are, and I wouldn't want to really hang out with him. I ain't gonna go pay money to see none of his stuff. Yeah. I can't appreciate things that people do, no matter if I have likes or dislikes with them, right? And so I do appreciate the 10x rule. I've always said, um, when people have asked me if I, if I, what I would go back to 21 year old Heath, you know, mm -hmm. but what I would do differently. Well, you could tell yourself, yeah. Right. The number one thing is I would have said I would dream bigger. Mm -hmm. I think what happened to me is I dreamed as big as I could see at that time, mm -hmm. and then I, 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 I fortunately got that quickly, and it, and it kind of. Um, levels off for you, right? Like if I would have had a 10x back then, mm -hmm. then maybe I would have not had a lull in the middle of it all before I, I kept going for it all. So I do 100% think that that is a key um, process to 10x anything that you do because it's that old shoot for the moon. If you land on the stars, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. And I know it sounds scary because say your goal is to, to save $20,000 and you, that's big, right? You times that by 10, now it's really big. Yeah. But shoot for that. I promise you the crazy thing is, is that you're not going to know what it actually you can do and what you can level up to. Because it, what's worst, in my opinion, would be shooting for something and hitting it really quick. Like that would be worse. <laughs> and that, then what? Because what else could you have done? You don't know the limits that you put on yourself and the things that you could actually go for if you scare the heck out of yourself with big audacious goals. Right. right. Um Les Brown is one of my favorite motivational speakers, and he has this series called Live Full and Die Empty. Um, and what he means by that is, is he says, he always says that I would rather live full and die empty. He goes, uh, his, uh, I think it was his uncle or somebody like that, right, died full. And he said, died full of dreams, died full of goals, died full of ambitions that they were going to do because they never did them. They talked about it. They dreamt of it, but they never did it. When you need to live full, like live, leave it all on the field, right? Like, like don't die full of dreams and things that you want to do or not going to do. Like it would be the worst thing in the world. So it's like live full, put it all out there. So when you die, you left it all on the court. Like you, you, you shot for your dreams, you shot for your goals mm -hmm. and you did it bigger more than, than anybody else. I think that's good, and I think it just you have to also own what your dreams are. So in a Les Mills, wait, Les Mills, Les Brown, Les Brown, Les Mills is like a workout program. 
That's perfect. <laughs> it's literally it's like a workout program. <laughs> anyway, let's then I think they're talking about like career aspirations or maybe sports aspirations or things like that. It could also be leave it all on the table as a grandparent or as yeah, yeah. a you know as a spouse or as a you know bookworm or as a leader in your church or you know whatever whatever the thing is. I think that's a great example. When when I was thinking about this this 10x rule, and this is a newer concept to me in terms of like hearing from this guy that he doesn't like. <laughs> I can um, appreciate some things. But. I, I know, I know. Um, but but I was thinking about just like you know when you're a little kid and you are kind of like exposed. You're just you're just exposed to the people around you, or maybe you were lucky enough to have a career for that's something Heath and I have talked about a lot. Like Heath went to a smaller school, so they didn't have like the career fairs. So and it's not like I went to any big fancy school, but we did have you know enough people where it's like okay, so and so's parent was a teacher, and this one ran a business, and this one was. Um, you know, my dad's an engineer at the hospital or um, just all the, you were exposed to all these different careers. One time a news anchor came in one time and I held on to that. Like it was just like the golden ticket. Cause I was like, see, she did it. She's from here. She can do it. And, and I think that I was able to visualize being able to do that because that one person visited. So by doing this, like the 10 X, it's almost like you're allowing yourself to see it and it's going to feel really uncomfortable and almost bizarre at first yep. to think about it. It's very uncomfortable to think about something that you've never seen before or done before yourself, or you've never seen a, a path charted for you, especially if you're somebody who needs to see the path. Not everybody does. I think there are certain personalities that really don't need to see the path, but for those, I think the majority of us who do, doing this will allow the path to sort of take place because you're at least trying to see 10 times past what your original goal is. Yep. Does that make sense with going from career fair Absolutely. to the 10 times? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. Uh, something that stood out to me here is, is kind of the law of exponential numbers, right? It's something that's like commonly deceived amongst people. It, it's confusing to see that something could be multiplied by 10, right? You see it on the page, it's it's three digits, one, zero, and letter X, that's it, 10X, easy, easy, it's a breeze, looks great on a book cover, right? I think it's Grant. different when you actually put it into practice, Grant, yeah, you put it into <laughs> practice, and you realize like 10 times what you're asking for is huge and monstrous and scary. That's ginormous, right? That's not double, that is 10 times what you want. That's tremendous. Ten, ten times of anything is is huge, huge, huge. Ten times your salary, ten times the home you're looking for, ten times I don't I don't know anything you want, any of your goals. So the idea of not just doubling it, not just tripling it, not even going five times, ten <laughs> times that is like so monstrously outrageous. I mean, you think of of what people make on average, right? Imagine if you wanted to make ten times your current salary, ten times what you're worth an hour right now. What would it take to get there? I mean, it's, that's tremendous. And Grant's not saying you're going to hit that goal, but he's saying you're definitely going to blow past the one you were looking to start The with. original goal. Yeah. Um, you mentioned salary, and I think that's an interesting thing. I was just having this discussion with a colleague, and it, you know, when you talk about, okay, we're going to ask for this much in hopes of getting this much. Why do we do that? Like, because you kind of know, both parties know, the employer and the employee both kind of know the range you're going to maybe kind of land on. Yeah. And so then the employee asks for just like that little bit more. And it made me think, wait, <laughs> what if we ask for like a lot, you know, a lot more than what I know the employer is expecting? Yeah. Perhaps would they give a little bit? Right. 
Well, just they, because they're opening up their minds to the possibility. But what if they don't take you seriously? What if they blow you off because you're asking for way too much? Or think about this, Zach. Last yeah. time you were here, we were having a conversation about your business. And you were starting to get... Do you, Wait, do you care if I share this? No, go for it. <laughs> Before I share all your personal information. You were starting to talk about how you were really getting busy. You're like, you know what? I think I'm kind of full. I think I'm kind of like maxed out with time. I don't want to work anymore. I wonder what would happen if you did this 10x and before you know it, you have hired nine more people to do this. Yeah. And then you're making more on top of that. Does that make you feel uncomfortable or does that make you feel excited? The idea of multiplying my pricing by 10, yes. But that's not what you're saying. No, not your like, pricing, yeah, right. your you're, volume, you're you, yeah, your amount right. of clients. And then you hire people to help you. Well, it's funny you say this in regards to like individual pricing, right? Say I'm, say I'm doing a, a gig with a client, right? Say I've got a contract with them and, and, and they say, okay, well, send us your rate card. What are you looking at for pricing? I tell them I'm bespoke and that I want to do it however they want. I figure it out with them. But if I, if I come at them with a price that's way higher than what I would typically want, no, I, I'm not. Mm -hmm. I, they're not going to pay that no, price, I'm not but saying, they will definitely pay more. Than I'm, I'm not for. saying ask for 10 times more money. I'm saying get 10 times the clients. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Because you were saying I'm kind of full, but I'm like, well, but obviously there's a need. I mean, look, you got yourself full in like a year. That's true. But and the thing is, is but maybe you don't. Want to do no, no, no. I, I sorry, I was looking at the other way. Uh, Lamborghini, you know them? Totally, totally, just big pivot here. Lamborghini's making 50 Countach's this year, only 50. Yeah. And they're each like a million dollars. They could make a million Countach's, and they could charge a hundred thousand a piece. But you go big and you aim small. Okay. You kind of get there. You want to be bespoke. Yeah, but see, here's the thing, though, is they did 10x that. Yeah. Because instead of selling all of those for 100, they go, I'm just going to make this many and make a ton more on it. It's true. You know, so it, it can go both ways. It's a psychological thing. There's a book called Never Split the Difference, which is by far one of the best books you're ever going. I've listened to the book, I must say, seven, eight times. Oh, gosh. It's phenomenal for negotiations and everything. And there's, psycho there, there's psychology behind setting huge anchors and that's what he talks about when he was a hostage negotiator one of the biggest hostage negotiators for the fbi and he talks about how setting anchors can move people's buttons and numbers to certain ways when you set audacious anchors right mm -hmm. like like asking for way more than what it mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. it, it it's not that it will turn people off but it does whatever the number in their head was move up more than what it would have been because of how high you were right that's why he says you never split the difference. You never say, let's meet in the middle. And then you move slowly with it, et cetera. There's a lot in it. Never split the difference is great. Um, but I would tell you that if you don't scare yourself with something big, you don't know what you're capable of doing. I can promise you that if you set it out bigger, the 10x than, than what you thought, when you look back at the end of whatever that was to achieve, you're going to do more than you thought you actually could have done. And I'm going to tell you, it is thrilling. It is exhilarating to be going shooting for something that you are like, this puts me out of my comfort zone. Out of our comfort zone, we evolve and grow more mm -hmm. than we ever would in our own comfort zone. And one of the things that I love the most about um, one, one of the pieces on here is that he says success, you will figure it out. Um, and it talks about leaning into success. Yes, the 10X rule teaches you to reduce the fear of failure, set higher goals. But beyond that is the rule itself. Do what you have to think and do to get to a, ten, to a point 10 times more gratifying than you've ever imagined. I can guarantee you, you will figure it out. It's amazing that what happens, and it's hard to explain, if you push for that and you think of the things you don't know to get that, I can guarantee you once you get there, it will happen. You will learn things that you thought... 
you couldn't have done. So I'm going to challenge you that more than anything, 10x those things. You, know, you ain't got to go listen to Grant Cardone and stuff. And if it ain't your thing, I get it. <laughs> if it is your thing, great. It, there's Whatever somebody works, for yeah. everybody. Sure. But I can appreciate good things from a lot of different people. But I can tell you that if you if you shoot bigger and higher, get yourself uncomfortable. I think you'll just surprise yourself at how good you are and just how capable you are at doing some really big things you wouldn't have thought you could do. We'll be back in a minute on the third second of second shot. Okay, quick break to tell you guys about this closet situation. I told you we've been working with Closets by Design to figure out the laundry room area. This was an area that I tried to kind of piece together some, I mean, <laughs> I tried to find like, you know, a handyman, handy woman, handy lady, somebody to construct something for us, was not able to find it. I ordered some stuff online. It was a total disaster. We ended up working with Closets by Design and I cannot tell you how good this laundry room turned out. I'm getting ready to put a video up on my Instagram page, but if you're looking for somebody to help you with a closet for just really any part of your house, your laundry room, your regular closet, someplace uh, in the kitchen or the entryway, hit up Gia at Closets by Design. She maximized this space like you would not believe. I never thought I would <laughs> be excited about a laundry room, but you can hear the excitement in my voice. It was just such a good experience. They came and did it in one afternoon. It looks like it was built into the house. That was the other thing that kept happening when I tried to like order these random things online is it just looked very disjointed. So it looks like it was built with the original design and now we have spaces for everything. Gia, I am obsessed obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. So the website is dallas.closetsbydesign.com. You will not regret it. Everybody will be happy that I am going to shame you. Of course, I have to. I have no way else to do it, but I'm also going to bring some other context into it. But I need you to leave a rating and review, please. If you're listening and you like it, leave us a rating and review. It does help. Now the We know is, you're listening. We see all the people who listen, yeah. by the way. <laughs> now, the thing, the thing is, is that I don't know about y'all, but I did not like the new updated podcast app. It has thrown me off. I, I can't go get my old shows the way I did. And we've, we've seen a drastic difference of listeners on the podcast, the, the iTunes podcast app versus yeah. Spotify and all that. And so... Um, go to our Facebook group, Second Shot um, Podcast Facebook group, or on Instagram, and and messages hit us up and tell us where are you listening to the podcast? What platform are you currently using? Spotify? Are you using um, iTunes or or SoundCloud? Or what are you using? Tell us um, what that may be because I don't know about y'all, but I did, I don't like the the update. I was worried about Spotify because Spotify give I don't have a paid version, so I hear ads when I listen to music. So I that's why I was avoiding it for podcasts. But it doesn't give you additional ads during the podcast. Oh. so it's it's excellent so far. That's what I switched to. I tried and tried and tried with the Apple iTunes update or whatever it was, and it's terrible. It's where, bad. where do you guys listen? Uh, I, I use a third-party app called Overcast. I highly recommend it. Uh, I love it. It's very organized. It's got a little setting on it called Smart Speed, which uh, crushes down all of the moments of silence so you can get through shows faster. Um, love. I, I really what is like it called? It. Uh, the, the app is called Overcast. Do you oh. pay for it? Uh, no. No. Uh, oh. it does, it, I think it does have a paid version where because it will serve you a little ad along the bottom of like promoting a show, but it's not anything obnoxious. Oh, nice. Um, but I love it. I, I think there was a discussion in the Second Shot Facebook group, right? Jenny, you said yes. that. So there are, there are plenty of suggestions there for other places you go if you are fed up with the Apple uh, podcast app. I ditched it a long time ago because I just didn't like the way it was organizing things. And 
Um, it was not very great to navigate, and so I went to I went to that. Uh, like it's said, worse Overcast, now. It's very it's very clean, and if you want to not have to listen to things on two times speed, it'll. This is a great way to do it. I think. Worth mentioning, Matt Stoker, podcast producer extraordinaire, chooses Overcast. Yeah. Like just, yeah. just you know, I don't know. I can't tell you what to use, but I know Matt listens to a lot of shows. Do you One listen out of four to podcasters choose it? What do you How do you use yours, Zach? Uh, I'm on Spotify, but I got that yeah. Spotify Unlimited plan, which I'm surprised you don't have. You listen to those ads? I, well, no, the, but you don't listen to ads. I haven't gotten any ads during, during the podcast. During, in, in, but in between tracks, in between songs and stuff. I don't really listen but to music that often. I don't, I yeah. All the time. yeah all right, I that's fair. don't really listen to music. I mean, there's a just... I am a podcast. I literally listen to podcasts nonstop. We are yeah, podcast over. junkies. That's why we do this. Like, sure. we love, love... I mean, I co-created a tv show based on podcasting yeah. you know i mean we it's just love i just love it as a medium i think it will continue to grow and i'm so thankful for spotify overcast and whatever the heck other places there are because the itunes app is so terrible how do the people at the front of the race have it so bad itunes it, is the biggest, I know. Like, biggest podcast distributor worst interface i don't I get it how did they it let that happen be it before they're be so yeah, good was there was a time i was like this has got to be a joke yeah. um you know so, what else too is huh. if any of y'all are in that spot that you are actually going to do this milk crate thing, please video it and post it in our second chat <laughs> Facebook group. Stop I would it. love yes, to please. laugh at yeah. you. Please don't get hurt. I would hurt. love to laugh please at you. But if you do, do it. do it, send it to Heath. Please. Disclaimer, I'm not saying do it. Right. I would not no, do no, it personally. Do but it. if you're going to do it anyways because you, you just want to test it, we know some of you out there. Video it and post it. it, please. That is terrible. Hey, you guys, I wanted to let you know the Corey Borner episode of Second Shot, which is, he, you know, guys, I know you guys are listening from all over, but he happens to be from the Dallas area. He was told when he was at teenager after a football injury he would never walk again he walked at his graduation um just a couple weekends ago just total miracle total mindset shift he continued to believe it would happen he was told he wouldn't use his hands again he used his hands just an unbelievable interview it's gotten you know we do these on on tv too and it's gotten a ton of just amazing reactions from people on tv so if you haven't heard that episode scroll on back and that was that was a good one and Corey's awesome and he was super grateful for you know to be on the show and he was a big fan of the show too so that was cool awesome awesome yeah. cool very you can cool. see the video over facebook.com slash group slash second shot i think i think that's yep. where i saw it yeah i think you got, there's a the link video? it goes to it goes to a place i think the link's yeah. on there yeah. i think the yeah. link's on there i think right. so well right. matt and zach kind of everybody tell them what you got going on where they can find you at Oh, gosh. It's been a minute since we did this. Jenny goes first, right? Or do I go first? Uh, sure, I'll go. JennyAnchondo.com, but mostly <laughs> Facebook.com slash groups slash second shot. And then you can see the TV versions of these on CW33 uh, Thursday mornings, 10 to 11 a.m. Uh, movies are expensive. Podcasts are cheap. If you want to find out what's going on with the movies and whether or not what's coming out is worth <laughs> your time, I do a movie podcast called Offscript Film Review every Tuesday, except this Tuesday we're off. But come check it out, Offscript Film Review, wherever <laughs> you find your podcast. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, MattStoker1. That's the numeral one. You can also uh, find me in the Second Shot Facebook group. And uh, go look up True Crime Reporter. Still killing it out there. If you're a fan of true crime, find us out there. You can find me at Ignorance on Fire on Instagram. is probably the best place to it. Or the Second Shot Facebook group. Um, and Second Shot podcast at gmail.com if you want to shoot us an email with anything that you have and leave us a rating review we love you see you next time bye y'all